0: This is 891 WEMU, and it's time for Creative Impact, WEMU's exclusive show that showcases the artists, creative people, businesses, and organizations that make Washington County a great place to create, live, work, learn, play, and visit. I'm Deb Pollock, President and CEO of Creative Washington, and your host. You know, one of my favorite things about this show is that it's a surprise to me. I even discover new art forms, and this is one of those days. So this is All Hallows' Eve, or more familiarly, Halloween. My guest is Chadwick Harris. He is the founder of Ipsy Spin Jam and the general manager of Great Lakes Flow. What do spinning and flow have to do with All Hallows' Eve? We'll find that out together in just a minute, but first, let's welcome Chadwick. Chadwick, welcome
1: to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, glad you're here. So I'm really delighted that Margaret Woodard, my colleague at Creative Washington, suggested that um, we have you on the show. And flow arts... Is an all-encompassing name for your art form. Frankly, something I'd never heard about before this week. Um, but thanks to the Internet, I was excited to find out that flow includes dance, juggling, and fire spinning. You had me at fire spinning. <laughs> <laughs> flow has roots in agent and modern movement disciplines. What can you tell us about its origins and how it's evolved?
1: Um, well, flow arts come from a bunch of different cultures, really, that have influenced different things. Um. Now, there is all different kinds of props that people use based off of some martial arts weapons from the past or just things made for manipulation or, and just to look cool. Really. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> just to look cool. I love that. I love that. So how did you, um, you know, how do, did you, did, was it fire? What brought you into what, connecting you to FLOW?
1: Um, Mainly. I saw some people do it over the years, spinning with fire. And I was like, I could do that. And there was a girl involved at one point, (laughs) too. uh, I'm surprised at how often
0: there's a a member of the opposite sex or or a love interest in any of these things. Um, So was it fire first for you or did you start juggling or doing other things?
1: Um, I guess I started juggling balls a long time ago, just randomly, and uh, kind of fell off of that, but then found Fire and Flow Arts and uh, started off with poi, which is like pretty much balls on strings that you swing around, and started doing fire pretty quickly after practicing with that a little
0: bit. Of course, most of us are taught never to play with fire, and you've erased that for sure. (laughs) Um, And then you started doing that work, and and then... um, and then Ipsy Spin Jam, was that the first thing that you started to develop? I know you're also with Great Lakes Flow.
1: Um, yes, Ipsy Spin Jam would be the beginning of all that, really. We started that in 2016, I believe, and um, just wrapped up its eighth year. It's an always free event that we hold at Frog Island weekly during the, the warmer months.
0: Oh, so it's not just a once-of-the-year once, a, once of the year thing. It's, oh, it's more often. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, and, and so the, um, the Ipsy Spin Jam is, you said you started that, but you're also with a group called Great Lakes Flow. What's that all about?
1: Um, Great Lakes Flow is kind of came from Ipsy Spin Jam. We decided we wanted to throw uh, a yearly festival-slash-retreat type of thing that is uh, based around learning and sharing p- skills with each other we have a bunch of workshops around a 100 give or take every year and um, then we have a fire circle with music later on at night and everybody practice what they learn and it's uh, a big sharing community and everyone's very happy to uh, Show you a new trick.
0: Sounds like a blast. Are young people involved with it? Do they get um, to, to take lessons and learn from you all?
1: Um, there's definitely some young people that do uh, get into it. My children, a little bit, uh, play with props, but not as much as you would think, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but there are definitely kids that get into it. We have uh, some children in the fire circle on occasion.
0: W WEMU's Creative Impact continues. Ypsilanti's Chadwick Harris is our guest. He's the founder of the Ypsilanti Spin Jam, and they are the featured performers at the Ypsilanti's All Hollows Illumination of Frog Island on November 1st. So let's get to that event, the All Hollows Illumination of Frog Island. I did a little research and found out that the tradition of Halloween is very well known here and celebrated here with ghosts and goblins and witches and lanterns and all that stuff. But according to the Library of Congress, these traditions are rooted in an ancient Gaelic pagan festival that welcomed the harvest at the end of the summer, but people also would light bonfires and wear costumes to wear ward off the ghost. Then Pope Gregory III declared November 1st as All Hallows Day, Hallows meaning saints. Thus the pagan ritual was rebranded as All Hallows Eve and then became our modern day Halloween. Today this All Hallows Day is, is uh, in the shadow of Halloween, but it's still really important to a lot of cultures and religions, including the more joyous Mexican celebration of El Dia de los Muertes, or the Day of the Dead, what prompted you to start this event on November 1st? Um,
1: Really, it was um, Jeanette Rook who uh, reached out to us and was like, we want to do this event, and would you guys like to be part of it? Um, so she does a lot of the organization and gets funds from different sponsors and the city and facilitates getting rid of all the jack lanterns at the end of the event. And uh, we
0: do have to watch that, don't we? Disposal
1: yeah. of items. So when I prepare for an
0: event, I like to imagine myself being the customer, walking through it and experiencing it in my mind so I can make sure that we're well prepared for something. So take us through that journey. So we get to Frog Island and what do we see and what do we experience?
1: Well, first off, we uh, encourage people to bring their old jack lanterns to line the amphitheater steps there and around the stage some and those all get lit up. Uh, so when you're walking in, you may have your jack-o'-lanterns. There's already going to be some there. We have uh, lit up all the trees around the area and have uh, different, we're going to have uh, like a blacklight area to play in this year. And the stage will be filled with uh, performances. There will be fire, music, and more fire.
0: More <laughs> fire. <laughs> I do enjoy the idea of more fire. Um, and and your, your group will be doing the fire, or what will you be doing?
1: Um... We bring in all the lighting and the sound and music and fire and all the entertainment aspects. Excellent. It's
0: been going on for a few years. It starts at 7 p.m., just a dark time. And is it a crowd? I mean,
1: is it families? and? Um, Yeah, it's very family-oriented and can get a good crowd going there. Um, Definitely get a lot of people through the night. Not everyone hangs out for real long, but... uh, Decent amount of people hang out for the show.
0: Well, so I'm curious. I mean, do people come to this and then by the next year, are they in the show or do they want to be in the show? Do they become, you know, do they come for you for lessons and things?
1: Um, we, we do provide lessons, but um, most people come and hang out and just do the thing. We do get some people from the community and add to our show. This year we are going to have uh, a lot more performers than years past because we don't have Black Jake and the Carnies this year so we filled it in with a little bit more performance and okay so music. i have to ask
0: if i ever had if i was ever brave enough to do something with fire where would i start what would be the first thing i'd learn how to do
1: um kinda there's a lot of different props you can work with really um, generally you'd want to pick what prop you want to play with and uh, practice and do you practice
0: and it before it's on fire? Yes, or, oh, you don't that. do it. You don't do the I mean, fire um, right away. <laughs> ideally,
1: you, you have a little practice before you light up, and <laughs> you definitely want to. Um, you need a, a fire safety, and you need to be in all organic materials, ideally, so that they don't melt to your skin. Um, well, yes, we. That sounds like a plan. Suggest all organic materials and an experienced fire safety, and a place like Ipsy Spin Jam or. Uh, our retreat or detroit fire collective in uh, detroit are a great place to go and have experienced people keep you safe and the the fire collective in detroit actually does a fire safety meeting at the beginning or halfway through their event every month or so
0: that makes so much sense well I have to tell you <laughs> I think we're going to pack up the grandkids and bring them over to Frog Island tomorrow and I you know uh, I may who knows if I'll ever pick up something with fire on it or not Chadwick thanks so much for being with us and giving us uh, kind of a peek into what this event is about I wish you success tomorrow and then uh, you know future years as well thank you thank you this Ypsilanti's Chadwick Harris. Find out more about him, the Ipsy Spin Jam, and the details for Ypsilanti's All Hollows Illumination of Frog Island at WEMU.org. You've been listening to Creative Impact. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw, and your host, Matt Hobson, is our excellent producer. Please join us every Tuesday to meet the people who make Creative Washtenaw creative. This is 891 WEMU. Ypsilanti Public Radio from Eastern Michigan University.